Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Medina Talks. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about positive self-talk and also on the other end of the spectrum, negative self-talk and how that will hold you back from becoming the person that I know you are capable of becoming. If you don't believe in yourself, then who will? But let's not stress out, okay? I used to think like that and I sometimes still do. And um, if I can change then I know you can too. Let's jump right into this episode and get started. Welcome back to another episode of Medina Talks. And if you're new here, welcome. Come and join the tribe. If you haven't listened to my first episode already, I will link it down below for you. But it's also in my Medina Talks stationary podcast thingy on Spotify. I'm working on Apple Podcasts because I know a couple people have talked to me about that since they don't have Spotify. It should be up by the time this episode is posted. This will also be posted to Apple Podcasts. Um, Thank you. I just want to say quickly before we start into this, jump into this episode. Thank you so much to everyone that has been so supportive of my first episode and of my podcast journey journey I'm truly and eternally grateful for all your support and I love hearing how my episodes have impacted you and how you guys what you guys thought about the episode so please comment down below if if my episode any of my episodes have um given you any types of motivation or positive impact or you just enjoy listening I want to hear your feedback and I also want to hear any feedback that you may have on the style I'm still trying to figure out because I'm new to podcasting I'm trying to figure out how to create the best type of episodes that are engaging for you to enjoy so any type of feedback please let me know and you can also comment on my TikTok Medina Talks um you should be able to I'm, I'm going to be posting I'm working on posting more content on that as well I'm it's been crazy being back after holiday break and you know with school and work things are crazy but I'm I'm just excited for this new year and this new journey so thank you for joining me on it anyway um back to the episode and the topic of positive self-talk let's just start by defining what is self-talk so self-talk is a way that you talk to yourself you know those do you ever hear thoughts in your head yeah that's you. You're talking. That's your inner voice. It's your inner dialogue. It's how you talk to yourself. Um, and from what I've researched, it's a combination of conscious thoughts mixed with beliefs and biases. So your inner voice, your thoughts are created from the reality of your environment. You don't just come out of the womb with negative thoughts or honestly thoughts at all. I mean, I don't remember. <laughs> I wasn't a baby, but when you come out of the womb, you don't just automatically start thinking negatively and have all these beliefs about politics and whatever. It's created by the people that you were surrounded by. So when you were young, it was your family. As you grow older, you go to school, it becomes your classroom environment, your teachers, your peers, all of that. All the the people around you, that's why they say it's very important who you surround yourself with because the people you surround yourself with kind of contribute to your habits, but also how you see yourself and how you motivate yourself how you talk to yourself um and that's what kind of self-talk is very important um because your thoughts create your reality and if you don't think that you can do something it's going to like uh, it's going to influence your um emotions but also influence your behavior so negative self-talk is it's when your inner dialogue that we just talked about is constantly negative actually okay 
let me rephrase that. Negative self-talk is when you talk to yourself negatively, but when it becomes a problem is when you're constantly becoming negative and constantly pessimistic and your brain just mostly focuses on the negative. So an example of that, like it's, it's not really something that you can control. You can't really control your thoughts in a way where like the automatic things, you can't control how you react to something, but you can, that's, that's things that happen in your subconscious. You can't control your subconscious, but you can control your conscious. So once you just tune into being aware of that, and obviously saying that is not easy off the bat, it takes time, it takes practice and trying to figure out how to do that. But the more that you're aware, you're like, Hey, what did I just say? Um, the more that you have the ability to change it because you still have control over your thoughts, but you have control more of your conscious thoughts. Um, and those are the thoughts that are in your awareness. Um, so I want to give you an example of how negative self-talk can impact you. So it stops you from taking any chances and it also hinders your confidence. Like what's the point of even trying, right? If your brain is constantly telling you, Oh my God, I can't do this. I'm like, that person hates me. Um, they're not, they don't want to be friends with me. I'm less likely if I think someone doesn't like me, I become more uncomfortable and I'm less likely to approach them and want to become friends with them because I have created some sort of inner dialogue that says they don't like me. They don't want anything to do with me when that does not, that may not even be true. And it's crazy how you can be in the same scenario with the same person. And if your thoughts are negative, that's, it will influence how you um, act around them. Maybe you're uncomfortable. Maybe you just don't even, you're just quiet and stick to yourself and don't want to you know try and pursue becoming making that new friend um this is just a random example or if you're in the same scenario and you just have you think positive like you're you're thinking positively and your inner thoughts are telling you oh yeah you know um she's probably open they're also looking for friends too we're both in the same boat we're probably both new in school let's say you're in first year and you don't know anybody you're new to the city they're probably new to the city maybe they want to make friends you try it 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 at least allows you to try because if you're constantly like if you're constantly telling yourself oh like nothing good of this is gonna come then what's the point of even oh that's my laundry. Why are you ruining my flow laundry? Um, but pretty much if, if you don't even have the, like if your thoughts are negative, it stops you from even going after the things that you want to go after. So even when it comes to like, let's say scholarships. Okay. So for OSAP, that in Ontario, we have student loans. I have a lot of friends that I've told them, hey, have you applied to OSAP? You can get grants too. And they're like, no, I've never even thought about that. I just kind of, I'm not saying this is necessarily a negative thought, but that is, you know, if they're not willing to even think about it or try, um, it can be be negative. So let me, um, let me paint a picture for you. Um, So when it comes to like OSAP, our Ontario student loans, I say, hey, why don't you apply to OSAP? You can still get grants. And they say, oh, well, my parents make a lot of money anyway, so I'm probably not going to get it. I'm probably not going to get any grants. There's no point. Um, what do you mean there's no point? What's the worst that can happen? You might be in the exact same position that you are. There, what's, Is there a point in trying? Yes, there is. Because 
either way, the outcome, like it's not going to negatively impact you in a way where you're losing something. You're going to end up in the same place. And if you don't take chances in life, if you don't try for anything in life, you're just going to be in the exact same position that you are in. Without change, there's no growth. Without struggling and suffering, there is no growth. Obviously, to a certain extent, but I think as humans, we need challenges to overcome so that we can grow and become a better version of ourselves. And that's why I think it's important to also challenge your thoughts. This is something that I've been working on and it's the next step in my uh, growth process. Like I'm, I'm in, if you, if you talk to me about 2023, um, my birthday came around my 23rd birthday in December and I was just reflecting on the year as you know, most people are probably doing around that year or that time. And at first my brain went, oh my God, I'm not exactly where I want to be. And I was talking to my roommates and they're like, what do you mean? You're so young. Cause like I'm, I'm 23, but I'm restarting a whole university program. And all my roommates are 2021, um, kind of went through the path that all my friends kind of went through. And I was just redirecting my life. Right. I, I felt like I was kind of starting over, but at the same time, I kind of really thought about it. I said, wait a minute. Why is that a bad thing? I challenge that thought, right? Why is that a bad thing? What's wrong with being where I am? I have a whole, you know, I'm in my 20s. Your 20s is for figuring things out. No one's in a linear path. There's no like negative repercussion if I decide to take my time. This is the time in my life that I'm going to have to just figure stuff out, try things and see if it works. And at the beginning of the semester, I had a terrible living situation I'll talk about that in another episode when I talk about moving in your 20s um but I had a bad living situation I lived there for two months um when I moved to this new city I started a new job I was working at a new school I mean not working I I started my new program at at York Psychology and I was just having a hard time I was trying to make friends all of it was so overwhelming that was a really hard point of my life and I had to move in the middle of the semester because I just could not live there. I could not deal with the cockroaches. I could not deal with the crazy roommate. And now I'm in a much better place. So by the time my birthday rolled around, I've been living at a downtown um, in this place for a month and a half. I have great roommates. Um, everyone is so amazing. I've made good friendships. I was, what was I even worrying about? I was just stressing upon stressing. But like now that I'm out of the cloud of struggle, I feel like that, that struggle was very important for me because, you know, going through that challenge allowed me to focus on managing my anxiety and my emotions myself and not relying on other people. Cause that's something that I typically tend to do is I, I'm anxious or uncomfortable in how I'm feeling and I will just go hang out with someone. I will go call someone. I will reach out. And instead, I started working on just fixing myself internally and being okay with um, helping myself and, and doing that first before I reach out to other people so it's not a constant automatic thought. <clears throat> and um, all of this, I'm rambling. All of this, the point of this is, as I was reflecting, I realized, oh my goodness, I'm actually in a great position. I'm living in an amazing, like I've, I've always wanted to move to Toronto. This is like my 16 year old self would just be so happy and proud of myself right now. I'm living in Toronto. I am managing my finances well. Things are good in that department. I am, I've made a lot of good friends. I'm in a great relationship and stable, um, 
and I have so many close people and friends that love me and support me. I have new friends in the city. I'm loving my program and it's something that I'm really interested and passionate about and will help me advance me in the career that I want to go in. Everything is good. And also in my, I've healed a lot of myself and a lot of that, oh, those negative thoughts that I used to have are no longer there. I don't feel super unhappy about my life. I'm happy about my life. Don't get me wrong. I still have struggles. Everyone struggles and we have challenges in life. That doesn't mean that my life is miserable. And I feel like growing up, um, I was always trying to be someone for the, I was trying to be someone for others and I wasn't truly myself. I was just a people pleaser and I've worked on that. And now I feel like I'm the, I'm, I'm true to myself and my real personality is, is showing through and I'm accepted for that. And it's scary. And it's, it was a vulnerable period when I was trying to just set boundaries and and be myself and not just do things so that other people will like me and I am caring less about that and you know I'm sure part of that is also because I am my brain is developing um I'm almost 26 they say your brain develops at 26 but if I didn't put the work in to change my negative thoughts and to change all those aspects and to continuously strive to grow I wouldn't be where I am today so it does positively impact your life you're more you wake up happier you wake up more feeling more fulfilled and you also just have like this like light to yourself Uh, that's how it impacted me at least and one of the things that really clicked and why I wanted to talk about positive self-talk is when I was uh, trying to exercise and I remember I was going on a run and the way that I used to talk to myself when I was running it would always be like oh my god I'm so tired like you don't realize it because you're automatically doing it but as I've been um doing exercises and therapy to be more aware of my thoughts and to kind of try and change my thoughts I have realized that oh my goodness when I was running I just kept telling myself oh my god I'm so tired I can't do this I should stop oh my god please I need to stop and then I would stop and I don't know if you guys have heard of David Goggins but he wrote this book I'm not sure if he has a podcast but I've seen his clips online and how he talks about he is it when you when you stop, let's say you're exercising and your body, you, t- you tell your body to stop. Your brain is telling your body to stop. I'm tired. You are only reaching 40% of what your body is truly capable of. Your mind is a powerful tool. It is controlling all your limbs, but that doesn't mean you can't keep going. You can't keep going because you're telling yourself you're tired. But if you tell yourself that you're not tired, you can still go. That's why, I mean, that's probably one of the reasons just speculating here that's probably one of the reasons why terry fox was able to run across canada with you know on one leg and you know during harsh conditions he kept pushing himself his he was in control of his thoughts and he was telling himself hey keep going keep going you got this people are you know accomplishing things that seem impossible um and we all wonder how are they doing it it's not it's not that they're stronger than you. It's that their willpower with and their control of their thoughts is is more positive and less negative. So back to my running example. So I realized that. So one time I was running and I kept telling myself, you got this. I did a 3K run. I was like, you got this. Keep going. You're doing amazing. I tried to be a cheerleader for myself and a personal trainer for myself because 
when you have a personal trainer, they're the ones that are pushing you and telling you, you got this, you can keep going. That's one of the reasons why we love having personal trainers, not only just to show us how to work out, but also to motivate us. And we can be that motivator for ourselves. We can be our own cheerleader. And you know how you can do that? By telling yourself you can do this and keep going and believing in yourself. When you are presented with a challenge, whether it's a job application, whether it's um, applying to school, whether it's asking someone out on a date or becoming friends with someone, tell if you tell yourself, yeah, they will love me. Yeah, what if it all works out? Um, then you're going to look, look at things very differently. And so when I changed my thoughts when I was running, it actually had a positive impact on me. And I noticed how much further I could run and how much I could push myself if I just changed the way that I think. So your thoughts create your reality. If you're asking me, how does changing your positive, your self-talk from negative to positive change your life? It it changes your behaviors and it, it allows you to create the reality that you want. So instead of feeling like, oh my God, all these things that I want to do, I can't do there are all these things that you can say I wanted to do them and I did it and I can do it if I wanted to and it allows you to try more things try more hobbies try more um, take more chances and taking more chances allows you to figure out what works for you in life as one thing that I'm trying to use my 20s for is to figure out what I like and what I don't like I'm learning more about myself and yeah there are things that I've tried that I failed at you know and I don't want to call it a failure and if anyone listens to Jay Shetty, love him. He has talked about failure is not a negative thing. It is just a redirection. We need to think think differently about how we think about failure. So that's another way of influencing your inner thoughts, right? So when th- bad things happen, I don't think of it when, when bad things happen in a sense of um, getting, let's say, getting a bad grade. I don't think of it as a failure. I think of it as, okay. I didn't do poorly. How can I redirect? Like this is happening for a reason. It's showing me that I'm struggling in a certain area. How can I do better? And how can I be better? And then you work on it and you can be better. And I've, it it has been proven in my life. When I was in high school, I remember I used to um, struggle in school for the longest time. I would get grades from like A's to like C's, sometimes even D's. And my teachers would always tell me, you got to sit still and you got to focus. That's her biggest problem. She talks too much. Ha, funny enough. I would, Later on in life, I figured out it's because I had ADHD, but at the time I didn't know what was going on. My parents just told me to work harder. And at one point I was like, okay, I don't know what that means. In grade 11, I realized I had to step things up because I wanted to move out and I wanted to be out on my own. I know at the time I wanted to move to Toronto and I kind of just made correlations in my head. I didn't end up moving to Toronto for my first undergrad. Now I am here and I'm so happy that I took that chance and it was a scary chance. But if I told myself that I can't do it, like if I believed everyone around me that told me that I couldn't do it, because again, those thoughts will influence influence you very easily. The people that you surround yourself with are either going to encourage you or bring you down and, you know, kind of add fuel to the fire of the negative thoughts that you already have in your head. A lot of people told me, oh my God, Toronto's so expensive. It's going to be hard. You, you know, it's like, you know, it's going to be hard to find housing. Again, I had that negative experience. I could have looked at it as um, the first place that I lived in in Toronto was not good. And after two months I moved and I could have looked at it as, oh my God, I failed. 
it's I'm not it's going to be impossible for me to find another place but because I had people around me that were lifting me up and fueling my positive thoughts and telling me I believe in you you can do this it eventually allowed me to believe in myself and that added fuel to my positive self-talk and now I feel like because of that experience, what else can't I like? What else can I do? I can do it. And you can, too. I, I get like whatever challenge that I have. If I tell myself I can do it, then I will do it. It is possible to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. If you if I'm giving so many examples, but here's another example. The way that we look at this economy right now, the headlines and the news, what people are talking about, how things are so expensive. It's hard to live. Jobs are disappearing. Are those true? Who knows? I haven't researched it, but they may not necessarily be true. But if you believe what everyone's saying, that's going to bring you down and say, what's the point of even trying? Like, I what's the point of even getting a degree. Canada sucks. I need to leave, blah, blah, blah. Or you can create your own opportunities and look at it in a different way and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, the economy is different. I might not be able to buy a house in the next, like, 10 years like my parents or not my parents because my parents are immigrants so they did not buy a house <laughs> they were immigrating here around that time but as most people that grew up here whose parents um come from a generation the previous generations that have been able to buy a house and get they would get married at a certain time in their 20s it's not the same anymore it's not as easy as it was because of the ratio of income levels to how expensive things are and the cost of housing so if I I can either look at it as wow this sucks like what's the point of even trying or blah blah blah. or I can change that thought as okay there's an opportunity here for me because I don't it's not really possible for me to be able to buy no I'm not saying it's not possible it's gonna be more challenging for me to buy a house in my 20s that's not gonna be my focus for my 20s I don't need to follow the same path as everybody else. I'm going to let that set me free. I'm going to go travel. I'm going to spend my money on other things. Yeah, I still want to eventually buy a house and I'm going to save for that, but I'm not going to tell myself I have to follow the timeline of society. And it's very freeing. It's like I can just make mistakes and be in school for 10 years and, you know, do all the things that I want to do, maybe rent an apartment, maybe live in, in a bunch of different provinces, maybe live in a bunch of different countries and then come back and settle down. It, it, it doesn't, that um that reality doesn't limit me it's just the way that you think of your reality so your thoughts create your reality and guess what not all of your thoughts are true you don't have to believe all of your thoughts they are like not all of your thoughts are true so I heard this I don't remember exactly where I heard this online probably and that just it was like a bomb being dropped I just felt like whoa okay this is a big revelation and you're right. I don't have to believe all my thoughts. And I feel like that was the most freeing thing because sometimes we can get stuck in our head and we can ruminate and, and feel so it it affects our emotion, affects our mood. You can be in the same exact, like nothing has changed, but it's all your head. It's all your thoughts, but around you, your reality is the same. So your thoughts create that perception and how you view life. It could be raining and gloomy and you could be like, and your thoughts can say, oh my God, this sucks. It's so sad and depressing outside. I'm depressed I'm sad blah 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 but it could be the exact same day and you could say wow it's beautiful outside it's nice that it's warm you know when I walked outside today um it has been a warmer winter in Canada for us so I've been feeling like oh my god you know you know people I 
I'm, I'm grateful for whatever weather, the rain. Okay. The clouds, I'm just, mm. but then when it snowed, yes, it's kind of disgusting, but I'm like, wow, the snow is nice. I'm happy that it's snowing and it's not colder. I'd rather the cold, the snow over the cold. It's the way that you think about it. And I go outside and I just have a pep to my step and I, it, it's, your thoughts all of it is your thoughts you can have a good or a bad day and nothing in your day-to-day has changed but your mind so your mind is a very powerful tool and I'm going to teach you how you can utilize that so I'm going to give you some tips on how to stop your negative self-talk and one of them starting with one of them is being consciously aware of your negative thoughts so I want you to try this next time Um, whenever you're having your a bad day think about what you're thinking about just bring your attention to it say oh my god that's that is i mean i am being negative and then secondly i want you to question this thought is it true is what i'm thinking actually real and how do you know if it's real well number three is find evidence against your negative thoughts okay so this is something that i've learned in cbt which is cognitive behavioral therapy um Cognitive behavior therapy is all on the basis on how your thoughts influence your feelings, which influence your uh, behavior. So this is one of the tools that I've learned. So for example, so there are times where I think that someone is mad at me. And I just came up with that all on my own. I don't even know where that came from. Uh, And how do I look for evidence for that? Okay, sometimes I can just ask the person are you mad at me because I don't know what it is sometimes I just tend to be in an overthinking mood and I'll be more anxious one day and if someone's not talking to me like they normally are I could be like oh my god they're probably just mad at me and I did something wrong but instead of thinking like that sometimes now I kind of try to change my thought and remind myself hey they could just be upset about something else in their own life because most of the time people are just worried about themselves that's what every that's what everyone's walking around thinking they're stressing about their own things okay they don't got the time to stress about you and did you do anything wrong can you rack your brain of an example of anything that you did wrong why they would be mad at you if you can't think of anything then there wasn't there wasn't any they weren't mad at you so this thought is not something that is true and you can outright just ask them and they can tell you to confirm your thoughts. Sometimes I honestly do that um, with my close friends if I'm truly just like stressed out or I just allow <laughs> that's that's a better way or I just allow myself to kind of just um, chat with them again and see if things are back to normal. And it could have just been something that they were going through and I'll check in. Hey, are you OK? Like you just kind of seem off. Oh, they can just say, oh, yeah, I was just tired, you know confirm whatever um belief whatever evidence you gathered against your negative thought so the last thing um tip i have on stopping negative self-talk is to remind yourself that not all of your thoughts are true so i already mentioned this before um but that's a big and important thing to note that's a really important thing to note because it allows you to question your thoughts it allows you to really um ponder and um believe that hey this is this thought it's not real okay i can just change it like what 
it's not it's not um finite it's not a fact so it really allows you to be able to question your thoughts and challenge your thoughts so that you can have uh, a more positive perspective and a better outlook instead of thinking the worst of a possible situation whether it's you know, you're moving to a new city and you think, oh my God, what if I don't make any friends? Uh, Those are thoughts that I've had before, which is funny, very not true because I'm someone that is super talkative. Another thought that I have is, oh my God, I'm not going to have anything to say. That's a negative thought. That's also not true, funny enough. And it just, it causes more anxiety for me and that affects how I talk to someone because my brain is just stressed out about having nothing like about that negative thought that I don't even have room to just be natural and calm and just to have a normal conversation that I know that I can if I'm just more relaxed. Um, so those are all my tips on uh, stopping negative self-talk and the benefit. I'm just going to give you brief benefits on self-talk. Um, one, it will motivate you to overcome obstacles. It will improve your self-esteem and it'll have, it'll allow you to have an overall better quality of life because you're going to be going after things that you want to go after. You're going to, you know, um, do all the things. You're not going to let anything get in your way of doing the things that you want to do and, achieve whether it's in your career whether it's in your family life whether it's in your friendship your relationship life whether it's within your health you're not going to be too scared to try something new that you want to try because you don't believe in yourself and I believe in you and I know that you can believe in yourself and I know that it gets better um I may naturally be a bubbly person, but honestly, I wasn't always positive, especially towards myself. I may have appeared to be positive towards other people and, you know, that whole fake it till you make it confidence. I walked around with confidence, but I was so insecure for the longest time. And I think now I'm finally at a point where I'm not as much. I still have those anxious thoughts. I still have those negative thoughts. We're only human. It's something that you have to correct over time. And I want you to know that it's a process and it does get better and you can live the life that you want to live live and and be like happier you don't have to be stuck you can if you want to start that business you can start that business if you want to start that podcast you know how many times I've heard that there's so many podcasts out there everyone and their mom has a podcast so what makes you think that you can start one and be successful who knows I'm gonna try it out and if it is successful then yay and if it isn't then I tried something new and I had a lot of fun doing it I'm okay with that um And I think that's all it is. It's just, it's your perspective. So that is all I have for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed. I will be posting every two weeks on Monday. So stay tuned for that and make sure to click the notification bell on Spotify so that you can stay up to date on when every episode drops. And also make sure you check out my TikTok. I got some clips on there of the podcast and I'm also working on hopefully adding more content that is my goal for 2024 um I thank you so much and I appreciate everyone that has decided to join and listen today please don't forget to give me a five-star review it helps me a lot so that more people can reach my uh podcast and make sure if you like this episode and you know someone that may like this episode then share it with a friend share it with a family member share it with your mom share it with your dog walker okay maybe not I mean if you want I mean I would love 
I would very much appreciate it. Um, uh, let me know how you thought about th- what you thought about this episode and also my previous episode one, which is all about what is your why. If you haven't checked that out, then make sure to check it out on Medina Talks. I will also link it down below. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I hope you're having a good start to the new year. It's been warm (laughs) in Toronto um but I hope you're having a great day wherever you are I believe in you I know you can accomplish all your goals and uh I I'll catch you in the next episode bye-bye